Welcome to Old Panic, No Disco, where no conversation is off limits and the laughs are always free. These two earned their blunt friend badges many years ago, so you can count on them to always keep it real. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Arwen and Cami. Hey guys, welcome back. Hi. So this week in the studio, we have special guests with us, the owners of Honeymoon Coffee, Jessica and Zach. You guys want to go ahead and say hi? Hello. We're happy to be here. So we're super excited. We have a fun episode planned, and this is a business that's been booming all over every corner of Evansville and Newburgh. So we're excited to talk to them more about that today. So I'll have you guys kind of take off from the top and tell us about when, how, and where you met. Well, sure. Uh, Jessica usually looks looks at me for, for these for types of things. Stories, yeah, for sure. This would be like a five <laughs> second story if yeah, she told it. You may have to cut me off because of the, all the little details and nuances. So I was actually a, a client of Jessica's. She was an accountant. She was a bookkeeper. And uh, a friend had recommended this accounting firm to me and actually met with somebody else that Jessica worked with. And um, this lady was, was great, but she was very much like a a paper focused kind of old school accountant and you know you keep your receipts and you take no, copies you of the receipts three and copies. <laughs> right three copies. Oh, wow. so there's like the original receipt and then the copy and then the copy of the copy and it's just like all oh, this paper and it was like 2015 and everything's moving more digital and I was like no 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 I don't do you have like stuff like that's in the cloud and like that was like the magic word or the terrible panic word for her because she was like, okay, I don't want to work with this weirdo. Um, you're fired. You're going to want to work with Jessica. And so she had a couple buttons on her phone and, you know, the door opens and, you know, in comes this, you know, amazing, beautiful five foot, 10 inch That's blonde sweet. beauty. This is, you know, I have to describe Aww. it for our podcast audience here. Aww. And um, yeah, I was just, I, w- I was struck by her. Uh, but our relationship was very professional. Uh, she was my accountant, and so she took care of all of my expenses and noticed over time how much I enjoyed going to coffee shops. And we had a lot of coffee receipts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, we it's would... It's just, like, so funny to me, though, like, the fact that, like, I would pick up on something like that, too, and I think Cammie oh, would, yeah. too. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, we'd be so, like, I like this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, cute. So, yeah. Cute. So, but a pause. What I'm gathering is she was probably interested in you too because she was like keeping track of like what you were interested Obviously. in. Obviously. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm yeah. implying. So, like, it wasn't yeah. just one way. It, it, it <laughs> no. could have, I mean, <laughs> I was like, we were very, like, truly, like, it was a very professional relationship. And it wasn't like crossing any sort of lines or anything like that. It was just like, hey, we're, you know, she's keeping track of my receipts until she decides to tell me one day about her dream of opening up her own coffee shop. And she's like, you know, you, you do this coffee thing all over the country. And I think that I have got an idea for our community. And she like changes gears and like starts painting this picture with her hands and her words. And it's going to smell like this and look like this. And it's going to have these clean lines. And we're going to play this music and this kind of a menu board and this kind of decoration. And it was really inspiring and intoxicating. And I was like, our, our community needs this. Let's go. What, you know, when are you going to open it? And she said... <laughs> Always the pusher. Because I probably would have never opened it. It probably would have just been a dream. Yeah. And that's that's 
basically what she said. She's like, I'm never going to do it. And I think the words that she used was, I'm too conservative. That's too much risk. Yeah. yeah. I, that's I too mean, risky. Yeah, that's just going to leave it as a dream. I get that for yeah. sure. I mean, I grew up with parents that were like, just not, they didn't own their own business. They weren't entrepreneurs. So yeah. they were always like, have a nest egg, be ready for the rainy day. Well, sure. And even, I mean, about your career at the time, you're an accountant. That's yeah. like yeah. one of the most safest jobs yeah. that there is. Yeah. I mean, so what gave you the push to make it not just a dream? Yeah. I mean, I would say that one thing was definitely, you know, Zach was a big part of it. He kind of believed in the vision. And then the other thing was I got to see doing, working at a CPA firm, like I'm working with other business owners and I realized that they are just people. Mm -hmm. I had put them on some sort of like pedestal that's like a special type of person that can do this, but I really realized and started believing that I could do it. Okay. I like that. So you were already probably had a lot of connections too and people that you could reach out to for questions and answers at that time because of your positioning and your job. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a great background for me for business because now I don't have to pay someone to do that and it's big cost savings for us. So that's good. And then, um, yeah, I, I just can't remember what I was going to no, say. You're okay, you're <laughs> totally okay. lost my I think my my thing is like why coffee? Like, you know what I mean? Like I think it is like very an it's an acquired taste. So, I mean the fact that both of you were super interested in it is, you know, we had children. I mean, so that's yeah, it's we interesting. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cammy, Cammy, yeah. <laughs> totally get it. I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old. Okay, and so we're, you know. Yeah, well, yeah, I start most of my days at your Newburgh store because <laughs> yeah. I have you have to. to. Yes. <laughs> um, so what I was going to ask you was, so were you just using an accountant for personal finance or business? What were you doing at the um, time? I actually yeah. was doing some consulting around social media. I had a, a contract with a firm out in California, and so that was a lot of the travel. And so I would go to California and different areas and go to different coffee shops and keep all those receipts. But it was sort of a, a, a one-man shop and it was uh, about a six-month contract that I had. So it also had a little bit of an expiration date. So I knew that I needed to be sort of looking for my next thing to put energy into. And at this time in our community, we didn't have a lot of local options. Mm-hmm. So I think it was Penny Lane. Yep. And Lucid. Lucid. And unbeknownst to us, there, it was kind of a cool time. Like everybody, wow. you, you kind of know yeah. when you are wow. on to something because multiple people may have the same idea at the same time. Mm-hmm. So uh, Dave Rudabaugh with White Swan Coffee Company was sort of, okay. his idea was brewing in the background, if you will. You like that pun? <laughs> Coffee funny. Yeah. Coffee um, Heather Vaught uh, had her, um, she was working on River City, I think, at they the same time. S- a few weeks after us, I know. Yeah, it's, it was really it, there was this this sort of convergence of a lot of people sort of felt like, all right, Evansville is having a, a bit of a renaissance downtown. And that's where we originally thought that we would be located as well. When she pitched, yeah. you know, the vision, I mean, the dream, it was a downtown dream. She told me the building, like... I loved the um, comfort building. Oh. What's, what's, what's now known yeah. as the comfort yeah. by the big Crossway windows Cricket. Yeah, and, yeah, and Haney's Corner is just such a cute area. Like, Cammie and I have gone down there for, yes. um, you know, some shows and yeah. stuff. But, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. like Mo's house, shout out. Yeah, yeah. so fun, yeah. <laughs> None of those things were around in 2015. Like, all of those things have, have come about since then. And so there was, 
when she pitched this idea, it, it seemed like it was an idea whose time had come. And I didn't know much about running a business, which is why I had to have a bookkeeper, you know, accountant <laughs> to help me with everything. But I was somebody who would t- take risks and I had failures before and I'd bounce back. So it's like, what's the worst that can happen? You fail, you bounce back. And yeah. You yeah, know, that's she's an like, exercise he would take me through. <laughs> and I'd be like, I'd be losing my mind. I'm like, I can't fail. Yeah, no, yeah, no, for real. Because, I mean, it comes to a point where, like, I mean, I'm like that, too. One time and, like, no. Mm-hmm. It's going it's to well, have to work yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, so. also I was, um, like, I took a home equity line of credit out on my home to, mm-hmm. to do this. And, you know, mm-hmm. I have kids and yeah. people to support. So a lot for of pressure. me, it was a big deal and a lot of pressure. Wow. So at what point does this turn romantical? Uh, well, that was sort of the fun part was Summer. that when she made, yeah, when you made that call to me to say sort of, so, so she pitches the idea and my response to it is I'm like, I, this is great. Our community needs this. And she says, no, it's too risky. So I say she said no to her own idea. She sold you on it and it was like, never mind, we're not doing this. Don't ever bring it up again. So I I pushed back and I was like, that is not acceptable. Like this seems like what you are meant to do. And um, if you need a partner on this, then I would be willing to explore that with you. Yeah. So we were actually crazy enough to start a business. While just like being boyfriend girlfriend, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, which is a lot because I mean, like, you watch those like true crime documentaries. Give me a break, and like you see like those people, the twin Tinder swindler, and like you never know. I Sorry, Zach. Stories. You never know. <laughs> me too. Let's break some news here. It was me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, yeah. Man, well, and it worked out. It, it did. <laughs> it, it, so what, what did end up happening is that our, our relationship was like, you know, when, when you decide, oh, you know, we actually do have feelings for each other. And that sort of kind of took the front seat. That's not the right metaphor. Um, I think it was right. The driver's seat. I don't know. I don't know what metaphor I'm going yeah. for, but but it, the the coffee got put on the back burner. How's yeah. that? There yeah. we go. Oh, the burner. Coffee hunt. <laughs> because there was still a lot of research that we needed yeah. to do yeah we so so then location research was great because i was like hey you want to take a trip to nashville and go to a bunch of coffee shops and yeah. like you know ride on the trails Fun. it's like we're doing research yeah. and really it's you know dating and sort of investing in our relationship <laughs> no and it's cute i mean you save money on hotel rooms and yeah we still do <laughs> yeah. research trips we do research trips all the time you. yeah I would uh, but the next uh, winter, the end of winter of 2016, so February 2016, there was a innovation and pitch competition at USI called Startup Weekend. And so you would go for on a Friday night and you would pitch your idea for a business and spend all Friday night, all day Saturday coming up with a pitch to give to judges and the best competition wins like some money and some bragging rights or something like that. And so you, Jessica, were out of town and couldn't participate. So I participated by myself and then had a, sort of a team of other people thought, hey, this is a fun idea that joined around Jessica's me. Jessica's like, yeah, I was out of town. Yeah, she's like, that no doesn't word. sound fun at all. I got to go. <laughs> Research, got to go. Yeah, more coffee trips. But it, it ended up being a really good, helpful sort of like, you know, 
talk is cheap. Like you got to produce something at the end of this. You need to produce some business projections. You need to be able to pitch this in a way that's more than just, wouldn't this be nice in our community? It's like, how much money can it make? You know, how quickly can it grow? No bullshit. No bullshit. Like, what are you going to do about this? And we lost the competition. Damn. However, <laughs> however, <laughs> we, I, I think to this day, we're, we're the only or one of two businesses that were actually like formed and still exists from that competition. And they, they did several over the years. So, wow. Um, Was ASAP one of those two? They uh, did no. one in the Purdue area. Okay. Yeah, okay. Similar. Okay. Similar. Yeah. I think they're, yeah, I think they're indie. Yes. Based. Yeah. No, 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 not indie. No, they're, they're definitely based in Evansville, but oh, Brad are. was from, or went to he Purdue and oh, won a Purdue, Purdue innovation okay. competition. Got it. Yes. Okay. okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Fun. That is so cool. So what was your first location then? Weinbach. Okay. Yep. So in the, the process of like, all right, we've got the dream and it's on Main Street, um, she got a house uh, in the sort of UE neighborhood mm-hmm. and was ex- doing research, exploring what existed there currently, and walked into a business. You know it as the Honeymoon on Weinbach location, but at the time it was called the Coffee Cottage. And she walked in, and remember, she's like super conservative, like doesn't like take risks. Like, you know, she walks in and she says, hmm, I'm going to own this place someday. I did. I, I called him afterwards and said, not to sound like weird, but I just had this feeling when I walked in that I was going to own this place. <laughs> Is it like the building, like the architecture? Because I mean, you had mentioned comfort and that's such like a specific like look on the yeah. outside. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the balcony and like just like the inside and with that like bourbon room or whatever in the cigar room or whatever. That's such a yeah. Yeah. And like and I went into like, that one of the loca- sorry, I went into one of the locations today and the aesthetic in the coffee shops is just very laid back and so yeah, is it because of that? That's so I cool. Think, um for us, we've never built anything new. We've always renovated. Yeah. So when I walked in, I just saw a lot of potential. It was terrible. It was red, like a <laughs> bright red. <laughs> That's all I remember is the walls and everything. It was like your grandma's kind of house with black chalkboard um, paint and, yeah. and red. Did we're, you mention the red? <laughs> and yellow. Were, just, I hate were red, people so using it? Were people like it, so actually business, like patronizing yeah, the business? So the business that cottage was, thing? Yeah, yeah, it was open. Um, but it was definitely, it looked like no one cared about it anymore. The vibes were stale. The, the tables it were all It looked like cracked. a cottage. Yeah. yeah. The oh. chairs were all mismatched. Decrepit. You could tell that it just needed some love. And so then, this is 2016 or 2015. No, it was 2016, I guess, but it like still felt like it was like the Friends set, you know, okay. 20 yeah. years later. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So then, Cammy's wearing a friend boat. shirt. We're referencing yeah. that. Yeah. I know. Yeah, Cammy's got a friend shirt Huge on. Huge Friends fan. <laughs> Love it. Um, so cute. You're then, an old bones gal. Yeah. So oh, then, yeah. like a week later, after I've told him this, I had an acquaintance that knew I wanted to open a coffee shop reach out to me and say, "Hey." I heard the coffee cottage is looking to sell. And I was like, are you kidding? (laughs) And so I explored what buying their business would look like. And then at the end of the day, we decided to just kind of scrap it all and start fresh. Wow. Love it. So (laughs) that's a great location because you guys are right there by the college. Do you Mm -hmm. guys see a ton of college kid traffic? 
Yeah. 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 I mean, we can tell when they leave. So, like, yeah. yes. I was saying, our afternoons are a little slow there now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a great area because, really, what other coffee options are in that area? Because UE doesn't have a cafeteria like USI they, does, right? They do have a... Oh, they do. They, I've never... Okay. So, a year or two after we opened, they, mm-hmm. they opened a Starbucks kiosk in there. What? On yeah. campus, yeah. Yeah, they didn't talk to us about it. We were a little bummed, but... Yeah, I bet. Yeah. It, it honestly yeah. didn't affect anything. No. And I it, mean, yeah. And I mean, yeah. It doesn't. Because you know what you're getting whenever you go to Starbucks, but I feel like whenever you're at, like, a local place that, like made with love it just tastes different and so yeah i feel like it yeah and also yeah something you just have to learn when you own a business is there's room for so many other businesses like yours Mm. i'm not going to get upset if someone else opens a coffee shop i'm going to wish them well i think that we can both do well yeah well and for you are better than i (laughs) (laughs) arwin and i are both not from evansville yeah so we're both transplants so when I moved here, I didn't know about Honeymoon yet. This was what, I moved here to Evansville area like two and a half, three years ago. Okay. Um, and one of my girlfriends actually told me about it, and she always visited the Weinbach location because she lived in that area. And so I was like, okay, you know, I'll give it a try. And I actually went around. I'm a big, like, local business person. I don't like to go to chains. Right. I, I don't boycott them. I go to them occasionally, but if I... You are. If I yeah. can avoid it, I do. Yeah. So anyway, I went around to all the coffee shops, and I was, like, conducting a little, like, okay, what's going to be my go-to <laughs> place? research. Yeah, I was doing research, just like you guys. It's not bad. And I landed on, because I lived on the west side of this time, Honeymoon was my number one pick from nice. all the coffee shops, so little ad for Honeymoon. And so, actually, I work at the Salon Professional Academy on Vogel. Oh, so you're so, right by Burkhart. Yeah, so that one is the one with the drive through So mm-hmm. I'm there, like... Like, literally once or twice a week, and they probably, like, know me, and they're probably like, why is this girl here so much? Yeah. Does she not have That's the drinks at her house? <laughs> yeah, no. We and absolutely was- <laughs> don't think that way. We're like, we love the regulars. <laughs> like, you just have a collection like, of the I know. piling yeah, like, up in your car. When I pull up, I'm like, hey, it's me. Are we friends yet? Um, Can yeah. we hang out after this? That's the one I went to, and I wish I would have known because I was on the phone with Cammie in yeah. the parking lot, but I had taken some videos because we're trying to, like, make some TikToks. Um, yeah. Whatever. I'm we not, have no idea how to do that. Same. <laughs> I don't. Cammie's good at it, though. So if you need it, yeah, Cammie's your TikTok girl. Okay. I'm going to send my videos to her and then she can construct it. But anyways, I went to that one and I wish I had known about the drive-thru because that's super convenient. It is. It's such a weird drive-thru though. (laughs) It is not intuitive. (laughs) I don't think so. I think people don't even know that it's there. So there's never a line there. I'm I'm totally selling myself out. I'm going to be late to work now because I'm telling everyone that there's a drive-thru at this one. Yeah. But... There's going to be a line of 20 people. So, yeah, if you guys go on Tuesday mornings, just the drive through is closed. It's only open for me. Well, Tuesday is our slowest day. Is it really? Okay. Well, I'm there every time. So Nice. Well, I went today, and there was, you know, um, which is interesting. There were so many shout out like like working men yes in there really? yes. it a was so man. interesting <laughs> click clacking on their little laptops and the way you said working men just like, sounded funny i was like are they like plumbers what? and yeah. <laughs> a bunch of I blue mean, collar like, guys just swinging yeah. hammers that's and, what no, I so like, click clack on their laptops because something's always breaking <laughs> no that's what i thought too but no it's just so funny to me that there's like 
Yeah. Yeah. We have, we have a lot of folks that will. So that was a, a value that we wanted to like support was like free Wi-Fi, free internet. Like if you want to come in and have a date and be off your devices the whole time, that's great. If you yeah. want to come in by yourself, you know, lock in and click clack, you know, for, for a while. As long <laughs> as you're working men per se. Yeah. Put off your working man vibes, yeah. you know, um, that's like, and we have, uh, maintain that and we get all sorts of customers and, and Burkhardt actually probably is the one that gets the most of most of those working men really interesting our, our team is going to love that we're going to tell us like we have a new name <laughs> for you need a drink called the working man <laughs> yeah you guys should do that you're welcome do you know okay. what it would be black coffee yeah true <laughs> all the bankers drink black coffee <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, yeah no okay so Weinbach comes first mm-hmm Burkhart comes next. No. No? No, we have some failures, yeah. Okay, tell oh. us. I don't even know about this. Uh, she's looking at me. He's like, oh, you want to talk about risk, buddy? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the, the funny, the ironic <laughs> thing is that the, the failures, like, so, so things went pretty well. And then it was like, okay, we can do this. And then growth becomes something that you're open to. And I believe that our first growth opportunity was at the old National Bank headquarters. There was a kiosk kind of area out front. They do have a cafeteria to sort of serve the tenants of the building and the okay. executives like at the bank. Downtown, yeah, yeah. straight on one main on street. Main street. Yep. Wow. And uh, they were like, let's let's try this. And it was just drinks for us. So it was sort of like a half location in terms of what we could offer our customers, but it was still a lot of the same things that you would have to put into creating a, a shop. Um, and then there was just some some limitations around that because a lot of people do come to us for food or want food as an option. And we, we didn't have any of those things as an option. And then a a pandemic came along as well and, and made things very complicated because we had to, you know, we, we had to abide by what our landlord, you know, was able to, to do. And was everybody in the old national then remote? Yes. Many, many of them were. Yeah. Well, no, no. I I mean, um, yeah. Just being honest, because I know a lot of times people, blame it on that but we learned that we weren't creating the vibe because you're in a bank mm-hmm. so there's not a lot of control of like the vibe yeah we learned that they like drip coffee that's yeah. not a high profit margin so we we learned some things interesting yeah sometimes yeah. people so people go to a coffee shop for an entire experience not necessarily just a product mm-hmm. now the drive through is convenient at times but but we couldn't just Maybe I shouldn't speak out of turn. Maybe we could do just a drive-through, and there are coffee businesses that do that. But what we hear from customers and what we like to provide is an experience, and a lot of times that's other people. Like you might go to the coffee shop because you get to sort of be around other people doing their thing, and that sort of inspires. You don't know what they're working on. Yeah, the working men. (laughs) I don't know what they're working on, but now I'm inspired to do my best work around that. It's like going to the gym. Yeah. It's like I like going to the gym because there's an energy there and For sure. people are working hard and it's just a good good vibe. Yeah. yeah. So the vibe was definitely part of what made that not work. And so when our lease yeah. ended, we, we just decided, you know what, let's learn from it and, you know, part ways. And then did we do the trailer next or Burkhart? We did the trailer next, yeah. So we had two failures in a row. Yes. Oh gosh. Was the <laughs> did you just want to like roll over and die or what? I know he wouldn't didn't struggle with it, so but like you specifically. They were calculated risks, so they weren't going to break us by yeah. any means. And I won't say that the trailer was a failure as far as people loved it. 
it was just, it did not, it caused me a lot of anxiety. So, so that's a fail. When I'm losing sleep for two weeks before a wedding, yeah, not worth it. Fail. Wondering if the electricity will work on the yeah. grinder at whatever setup I'm at. Like I can't do that. No. And so for me, um, it just wasn't a good fit. Yeah. But it was, it was really cute. And we sold it to a lady in Florida who opened a ice cream slash smoothie is that what she did so this was like a mobile coffee it was so cute it was a shasta a vintage shasta yeah and it was like mint green and it was really cute. the whole thing yeah yeah Yeah. cute i never even knew about you'll have to show me a picture i want to see now Um, i'll have to dive deep into instagram but yeah yeah (laughs) so then comes burkhardt yes Mm And that is that your go. biggest location? <laughs> it is currently, but it it won't be Soon. once our West Side location opens. And yeah. and that's a unique story because that one was actually a customer who had stopped me on a random Sunday and said, "Hey, I'm thinking about opening up my own coffee shop. Uh, what advice would you have for me?" And I was in like a grumpy mood. I mean, I was probably doing some of the trailer earlier <laughs> in the day, and I was and <laughs> I was like, something. "What advice do you have for me?" I was like, "Don't do it." And um, oh, I re- <laughs> and I realized Positive like Pete. how yeah. crappy that sounded. I was like, okay, I'm I'm sorry. Let's let's talk. Tell me more about your idea. And yeah. so we started to discuss her idea, and it turned out that what was really appealing to her was like the day to day of managing her own shop. Like she liked to bake, and she's like, I can see myself in the kitchen. And I don't know if I necessarily want to go through all the steps and hoops that you guys have gone through of yeah. designing a brand and designing the space and you know creating all the menu and hiring the team and blah 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 and so we said well what if we just sort of opened a new location and brought you in as a partner Mm. and you could it's a win-win because we've already done all that work and um so anyway we did that in 20 fall of 2019 is when that opened up right before the pandemic is she still there no what turned out and this probably was partially pandemic sort of influenced but um, the reality of what uh, the day to day of the, of the yeah. coffee grind. Yeah. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. imagine oh my this guy. Imagine <laughs> people getting COVID and then having um, sorry. No, you're okay. Having you're okay. Um, close contacts, and so we would lose like part of our staff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we were working all the time. The owners are working between all the, time. the two locations. We had to just basically be there at one of them for whoever was sick that day, and it just. She realized at her time like, where she was at in her life, it wasn't a good fit. Are you drinking like a ton of coffee? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we drink. Like essentially, yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh. So it, for like, her. I mean, just like, well, whenever you're like filling in for these people, are you just like chugging coffee like the whole entire time? No, I don't no. ever drink. The funny thing. I work so hard. I never take a drink. And yeah. And I get home and I collapse and he's like, did you have any water today? <laughs> no, I didn't. Because you're working. I mean, you're filling and then in. And I'm pissed. And I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. No. I feel like I would have to be like constantly drinking the product to like function at that point. I don't know. Once you get going with customers, because I now know a lot of customers, yeah. so it's just kind of fun for me to be there. Because mm-hmm. especially at Weinbach, I'll I'll know like eighty percent of the people that come in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, neat. Yeah. yeah, that sucks though that she just like. Yeah. No, no. It, it, honestly, I mean, it nothing was a win-win. against her, but no, like, here's the cool thing: like, she's we, a great person. Like, she's yeah. it great. Wasn't a bad okay, thing. We, well, good. It, we, Never mind. We I take left it back. on good terms. Like, good. it was. It turned out to be 
clarifying for her. Like she got to scratch an itch. She got to explore a dream that she had and realized like, hey, it it didn't fit. And since then, she's sort of like doubled down on her previous career and is like a very successful author. Yeah. Like she's like a best-selling author. Good for you, girl. So so she, like she would write books about, uh, she she had a heroine who was like owned a coffee shop in Nashville. (laughs) And like people loved this story. She's like, you know what? I could probably get better ideas if I own my own coffee shop. And now she did, and then she's continued to write about that, and it's been very successful. And, and also, cool. like, the fantasy of That's owning cool. a coffee shop and actually owning a coffee yeah. shop are very different. Yeah. And I always yeah. tell young people when they come in, because they're like, we just love coffee, we want to work here. And I'm like, okay, it's a lot more than yeah. just making coffee, though. Yeah, and taking cute pics of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no. <clears throat> so uh, you opened your Newburgh location 2021. It hasn't been that yeah. long ago. So, and that one has Airbnb upstairs, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. So how did you guys get in that? Do you have any cool. other Airbnbs or that's your only one? Uh, that's the only one for now. I guess it's, it's, it's gone really well. Does actually. it stay rented out a yes. lot? I mean, yeah. people love the idea of staying above a coffee shop. Oh, it's so cute. And it's right on the river. I yeah. love it. It's a great location. We just, um, this was a kind of a weird story, but I grew up in Newburgh, so I went to Castle. Okay. So I was familiar with this building. I think when I was growing up, it was a law firm or something, or an accounting firm. And we had done some walks on the river and saw this little building with Ben and Penny's in it, and it was closed a lot, so I thought... Ben and Penny's ice cream is yeah. a seasonal shop, yeah. yeah. Okay, where is it, sorry to interrupt, where is it located, like, uh, what's that restaurant? Cafe Arizu? Um, no. The, the Landing? landing? Yes, it's We're literally like, like uh, it's diagonal. You can see the lane. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Very okay. Close. Just for anybody. It's yeah. On okay. The river. It's on. It's literally. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. right on the path. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we saw we saw that it was kind of maybe underperforming, and um, I sent like just a blind email to these folks. I got their email address from someone, and said, "Hey, if you ever think about selling, like we would be interested." And I didn't hear anything for. I forget. Two or three months, every I think. Time. Yeah. Five, seven weeks, something like that. And then they um, emailed me back and said, hey, actually, we were wanting to retire, and we'd be interested in that talking about amazing. it. And so, so it was cool. kind of full circle for me, because I got to go back to my hometown yeah. that I kind of grew up in and, and open a shop there. And the people of Newburgh have been great. They, like, thank us. They come oh, up to us and thank yeah. us for, yeah. for yeah. opening well, it. I live in Newburgh, and there was no coffee in town at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's the Starbucks. <laughs> you know how I feel about it. Yeah. It's a no go. <laughs> so, and um, obviously, you know, we're really close to the east side of Evansville too. So, I, w- I was going to your Burkhart location that whole time. Then you guys said you're opening the Newburgh one. Like ten people tagged me. They're like, "Look, you can start going to Newburgh now." Um, but That's I was going to say this when you said this, and it passed. But um, when you said the girl asked you about, you know, what about opening a coffee shop? You said, "Don't." I think it's so funny because when you said to him that your dream was opening, he was like, yes, absolutely. Let's buy this building. Let's but go on again, a trip together. the reality <laughs> of fixing all the things that break. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I truly, it was it. like, it was a day to where, you know, maybe four things broke down. I mean, we work seven days a week. Like we, well, yeah. we never, we, work every day. we never are off. And it, 
it is sort of a rude awakening. And if you can make it through those first two or three years, then you have a shot at, at something that can sustain and grow and you can get to a spot where you can create efficiencies and economies of scale to be successful. But yeah. Well, and especially with how much expansion you guys have had in such a short amount of time, like that's physically and mentally demanding for you guys. It really is. I told him no more after this one. <laughs> Talk to us in 24. Yeah, no, no kidding. We'll we, bring you guys back we in. We we'll are see. literally living in a house where we ripped the, uh, we had like a popcorn ceiling in our um, bedroom. I hate those. So one day we were like, oh, we're going to redo this room. So he scrapes it all off, which is great. Two years later, we still, we pretend we live in like a Parisian loft. We have this like unfinished crappy ceiling we have the same bathroom that when we moved in with like brown countertops and we were like we're gonna redo this right away and then we just like kept opening stores and it was yeah you guys have been busy i give you guys a pass for sure yeah um (laughs) and then the airbnb we just kind of felt when we so we um rent at weinbach and at burkhart Mm -hmm. and one of our goals was really like if we could purchase the building and then we don't have to you know worry about rent and so um when we saw the upstairs, it was being used as an office. But right away, I was like, oh, this would be a really cute apartment. And then I think you, I was thinking apartment, and then you said something about Airbnb, and it just kind of all made sense. So, Yeah, that's really cute, too, because Newburgh doesn't have hotels. There's a couple other Airbnbs, but none like that. So you guys definitely came in and filled a hole in the market I of wanna, Newburgh. Yeah, I'm going to sure. have to look it up because I love Newburgh. I think that's such, yeah, it's such a cute stay. town. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, we're going to book it. We no, have a decent we amount. Should, we should. We should. Like a cute we're going, nice. we're going. We just had someone cancel. Maybe it's coming up. I'm going to have to look and see oh, if someone cute. rebooked. <laughs> we have a lot of Newburgh folks who use it as like a staycation kind of thing. Yeah. They, they just wanted to have like a night. Like they'll go to Arizu or Landing for dinner and then they'll have, you know, dessert, ice cream with us and then breakfast with us in the morning and, you know, yeah. do it a fun yeah. adventure shopping downtown. Yeah. And it's, it's pretty neat. We'll bring coffee up. Morning, you deliver the coffee? Mm-hmm. Sold. We're in. <laughs> there. I'm I'm in. In. So do you guys do coffee delivery, not to the Airbnb, but no, no, no coffee delivery. Have you ever thought about it or no? We did it actually for a little while. And, and it, it wasn't. No, it, it was some, again, this is like what I would push stuff is, hey, let's try this. Let's try mm-hmm. this. Let's try this. And it, coffee doesn't travel as well. At least our entire menu doesn't travel as well. Mm-hmm. Like if you have an iced coffee. Um, this was also pre Uber Eats. And yes. And so I think if we did it now, they just take such a big margin yes. for a small business. I just don't know if it's worth it. Gotcha. So now moving forward, the West Side location. Yeah. Talk about that because I always, so when we moved here, we lived on the West Side. I admired that building. It is so Same. cool. I love that building Love it, too. love it, love it. My sister went to hair school there. So, oh, really? And a lot um, of people have stories. Yeah, yeah. And so I always admired that building. I think it's like super cool and like kind of like geometric. Is the inside cool too? Oh, or the, it's a stunner when you first walk in because the the ceiling height it's we'll really post nice. a, yeah we'll yes. post a picture for yeah. everybody like because you guys have posted on their they posted on their social media the picture of the outside of the building but mm. if you know what it is you know what it is yeah it's, it's, so it's a weird <laughs> it's very unique it's yeah. so cool yeah. yeah so it was sitting empty too so again that goes back to our mission of you know providing yeah. value for the community and renovating something that was you know not being utilized and so um it's just got some really cool features 
like like you said, you'll have to post a picture, but it's hard to describe. Yeah. When you first walk in, there's like a stage, and we're going to have our roaster up on the stage, so we're excited uh, about that. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm going to literally drive from Newburgh to the celebration no. just to see it. You'll just have to spread the love. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to. I'm already, I'm, now I'm going to have to hit wine bar because now it's going to be left out because I'm going to everywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go to the the one on wine bar. Yeah, yeah go, in the, the I told yeah. Went, go yeah, in the afternoon. She went to the Burkhart one, and I said, oh, the wine bar one's so cute. But um, so, okay. Talk about the roasting. So all this time, you have not been roasting on your own. Correct. Right. So now talk about how you're going to start doing your own. So we actually, it was important for us to try to focus on the things that we could be strong at and learning how to run a coffee business and learning how to run a business in general, uh, the, the food part of it, like there was a lot of different moving parts. So we're like, why don't we just partner with maybe a, an expert, maybe even a local expert on the roasting side? And we interviewed a handful of different local coffee roasters, and there were two that really jumped out at us that were both excellent. And so we Are decided to kind lot? of what's that? Are there? A oh, lot? there were. Oh, yeah. There's at that time uh, there was like five. Yeah, yeah. And and a lot of. Hold on, I mean, yeah, no. Some people roast out of their garage yes. or their kitchen. Um, <laughs> uh, like do, do like go to farmers coffee. markets. You know, there's a handful, but but these two are like making a run at it to make it a business. And they're both really good. And so we decided to partner with both of them and sort of split up our our drip coffees and then our espresso between two different local roasters. So one was Black Lodge out of New Harmony, local enough, regional. We love New Harmony. Oh, we do too. And it's a super cute shop. Love it. I've never been there, but I love it. Oh, you got to check it out. Yeah, you have to go. And then the other was uh, the Evansville Coffee Company, a friend of mine, Tim Piazza, who was also in sort of the entrepreneurship innovation mm-hmm. world, the you know the competition I was talking about before. Yeah. He was all plugged in with that. And so that became our roasting partners. And then early, yeah. I guess the end of last year, he started discussing his interest in retiring. And we were like, okay. So we had to decide like, <laughs> all right. Okay, are is, you sure right now? Yeah, like we're... So, but again, it pushed the envelope to something I probably wouldn't have yeah. naturally done, but it's been so good. Well, because she says, so we see this building, right? You see this blue building. You guys have both already driven by it and yeah. love it. So I say the same thing. Hey, look, there's that building. It's available. And she's like, yeah, it's 4,000 square feet. We don't need that. Okay, you're right. Yeah, what are you going to do? do? Yeah. But then I was like, well, You know how many what? working men you can fit in 4,000 square feet? You know what we're going to find out. Working men. Okay. You're not working men. men. Good for you. Oh, my gosh. I love a good business, though. How many working men can we fit in here? I mean, literally, there were working men there today. I was there. They were swinging hammers. Oh, the hammer swing. Okay. Uh, but anyway, so it was like, okay, so if you need more business to fill the space, what if we, you know, talk to Tim about taking over his business and now we can do roasting inside of there. And so that was like, okay, we can make this move, which will unlock that move. And, wow. I, you know, five, six, seven years ago, <laughs> she would have, you know, smacked me and said, what are you talking about? We don't do risk. But this time after, you know, a couple of long walks, you know, I, I wore her down. He'd- he did. He wore me down. And it was a really good move. How big are like the roasters? roasters. Yeah. Um, let's see. So we're like sitting big- at a table for four people. It would take up about the same amount of space as we're taking up right now with this. Okay. But then it has like venting that goes up well, is it, through the Yeah, like roof. a beer. Like 
When it, you brew beer, does it kind of look like that, or no? a, a little bit? Yeah, it looks okay. industrial. Okay. I mean, it's mm-hmm. heat instead of cold, but it's it, it's be similar. You'd be like, wow, that's some weird looking yeah. industrial equipment. So when you come into this new location on the west side, you'll be able to to visually see the roasting. Cool. Yes. So yeah. it's going to be like a focal point, yes. and it's going to smell so good. I can't wait. Yeah. Okay, and that what we were talking about the smell before we started the podcast. So. Whenever you, like, smell perfume, like, the palate cleanser is coffee. Mm. Is, the, like, overwhelming sense, like, the sensation of the coffee, is it, like, weird now? Because That's not a palate cleanser for you guys, no. right? I mean, you we put do. on perfume. We do. <laughs> you put on perfume to cover the coffee, essentially. We have coffee coming out of our pores. Yeah, okay. I'm. It's, I can only it's imagine. Actually good. Yeah. When I come home, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do too. But interestingly, it makes me crave more coffee. Yeah. So then it'll be nighttime, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, so I smell so good. <laughs> it's addictive. You guys can like. I mean, there's a whole market for that kind of stuff too. Well, now I've started liking the green coffee smell. So yeah. the green beans before they're roasted, it's a really strange smell. It kind of smells like. Is that grass. different than matcha? Yes. Yeah, I know nothing about coffee. Arvin yeah. doesn't drink coffee. Like, she's not, literally she's not in the cult yet. No, <laughs> no I'm not. Okay. I'm, I'm not cult. in You're the coffee cult. Yes. No, but like I'm drinking the Kool-Aid today, so <laughs> maybe I am. Well, the matcha is made from like t- like leaves, like it's it's tea it's leaves, tea. like it's ground yeah. down the, the tea like, leaves. That's what it is. But then green the, bean. the beans of coffee, they start out green. There, there's like a fruit, and you sort of rip apart the, the fruit, and at the very pit of the fruit, there's this bean that is kind of greenish, yellowish in color once it doesn't dries smell out. Doesn't all like. No, it doesn't so smell like So it's like, like not mature. Right. It uh, has, it, like it, it hasn't you, been processed with heat. Yeah, so, so what happens, to the coffee that we drink is you heat it up and it like it burns and crisps. And the longer that you roast it, the darker it gets and the oilier it gets. And so then once it that happens, then you grind it up and you pour water over it mm-hmm. and you filter out the, the yeah. junk and that, that water that's left behind is coffee. Yeah. Well, okay, wait. I'm, okay, <laughs> the whole green bean. We're back to green bean. Yeah. Okay, so the green bean, like, does it taste more of like a coffee flavor, or is it more of like a you don't different? Yeah, you don't taste it. It's not going to taste good, but it smells Break your completely teeth. different. It's, it's raw coffee. Yeah. It's not cooked yet. But does it smell like what we know as like a roasted coffee smell? No, not at all. You, not at all. Compa- you could probably compare it to like, you know what popcorn smells like. And then if you were to like get like a handful of uncooked popcorn kernels, like mm-hmm. you'd be like, this doesn't smell like popcorn. Yeah. Like there's something magical that happens when you heat okay. it up in okay. that chemical yeah. process. It it's like, it smells like different. Okay. Okay, so what is the process then of you learning how to roast? Yeah. Is this like a whole big thing or what? Yeah, I mean, that was definitely my fear because we're already so busy and we're not, we don't have like a science background and I'm like, this is going to be way too hard. But because Tim was retiring, he, part of us buying the business was he was going to stay on and train us. So we got to, um, and we aren't the ones in there roasting. We Working men? We attended. We, we, we have a working man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we attended, shout out. We attended the sessions, but um, we do have a lead roaster and also an assistant. Okay, so on roaster. your staff, you yeah. have a roaster now. Yeah. yeah, and he's worked with us since he was a freshman um, at UE. Oh, so, cute. Okay. Yeah. Wait, and, that's cute. Yeah. yeah. So in anytime I go in any one of your locations, your staff seems always the same. 
super cohesive, like great camaraderie vibes, I guess. How, I mean, I feel like that's so hard to create that culture. It is. <laughs> what do you guys do that's making it? Because, I mean, I feel like that contributes to the vibe at the coffee shop. It yeah. does. I mean, yeah. we have to work. We have to work at it. We have to have get-togethers. We make a point of coming in and working alongside of them, doing dishes with them, joking with them. Like, yeah, we I know just, all of our staff. Yeah. Yeah, and I was just creeping on the social media, and one of the girls had gotten married. Yeah. You guys went yeah. to her wedding and stuff. That's cute that you yeah. guys, yeah, like you're involved. Yeah. We, we sometimes say that we're like a people company that like happens to serve coffee and that's sort of the way that we look at it. And it's important for us to be excellent and know our, our our business in certain ways, but at the end of the day, it's, it's people and uh, you know, our customers are people and (laughs) we just have to understand what do our people need? And if we take care of our team, then they can provide and take care of a great experience for customers like you guys. Well, it definitely shows. Yeah, you guys have a great, (laughs) all of your locations are great. Love them all. Um, And then I think it's time for the Panic or the Disco. Panic or the Disco, yeah. Okay, Okay. do you have yours? Um, No. You guys have yours? No. I mean, I can always always throw up. I can come up with something super, super easy, though. Go ahead. So I'll go with Disco with a little bit of panic. So when we open up our Newburgh location... (laughs) Um, I also took a trip to England for the first time. I've never been to England before. And research, uh, it was a kind of research. Um, it, it was a it was a cult journey. <laughs> it was cult training. Oh this is okay. So it was actually a men's retreat. I mean, maybe working a working men. men's oh, wow. retreat. Oh, wow. And so you know, we were you know howling at the moon and you know pounding our the chests. Things that and, working men do. Yeah. Do it yeah. in a retreat. Yeah, as one does. Drink coffee. But they all had, I was the only American, and they all had just amazing, amazing, wonderful accents. And we'd also been watching the show Ted Lasso a lot. (laughs) And so during the construction phase of Newburgh and launching it and like getting the team pulled together, we all started talking in British accents all the time. And it was obnoxious and and (laughs) with varying degrees of like believability (laughs) and skill. And, um, so, so we, we like kept it going and then we'd talk in British accents, like customers would come in. And then when we had the the tour, the, the PGA, not the PGA tour, the golf tour that, that comes into it's town. Ferry. Yes, yes. The Corn Ferry. The Corn Ferry tour, thank you. She's a golfer. Let's make sure those sponsors get, get paid. <laughs> yeah. um, there was like some British guys that came in and we were like no mortified because we think we were like speaking in British accents right before they walked in. I'm like, oh, you're on the joke too. Oh, no, wait, you're actually like, from no, no, no. Manchester <laughs> or something. So that's my, that's my that disco. Funny. That's, that's funny. fun. I yeah, love that. that Jessica, do you have one? Okay. A panic? <laughs> I, I'm going to go with panic because I live in panic. No, that's fine. I, so do you, we. You sure? Because I've got a disco for you if you want. What's a disco? Well, look at her shirt. Friends? Yes. <laughs> did you do a coffee research trip that involved going to the set of Friends? Oh, yeah, we did. <gasps> you did? Yeah. Okay, we tell everything. Break. We went to the uh, was Central it Park. Yes. Yeah, to the so cool. I'm so jealous. That's uh, really cool. I and we watched that. Ted Lasso, and we um, actually saw Roy, the character Roy. He's so handsome. In person. He's <laughs> got him. Do you watch Ted Lasso? No, I haven't. It's so funny, no, Kimmy. It's on it. um, Apple, though. Okay. Do you guys have Apple? No, you I don't You gotta do a free so. trial. Okay. Yeah, do a trial. You'll like it. You guys, it's funny. Love it. You'll like it. 
That's so neat. Wait, yeah. was it, why was he there? <laughs> Is he a Friends they, fan? They no, they film. They filmed. They filmed Ted Lasso in, on the Warner Brothers studio lot. Apparently, oh. we didn't even realize it. We were doing it. a studio tour, so we were in one of those buses, like traveling around. Cool. And yeah. I looked up and I go, "Look, babe, there's a Ted Lasso sign." And then he comes walking down the stairs, and the driver has already told us if he sees someone, they're just working. Don't say anything. And she literally said, "Don't fangirl out." And he yells. <laughs> Oh, no. And he's like, hey. And she starts yelling at him. And I'm like, yelling at me. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. He got in trouble. He got in trouble. Well, did, did, did he say something it. back? Yeah. 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 My fiance, Nick, is obsessed with him. So he would have been freaking out if he would have saw him. That is so cool. Out. What did he say back? He just said, I think like, he said, hey. Hey. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's so hey, cool. That's so neat. We're, we're so, basically best friends. So. Yeah, obviously. Was it like the set then? They like rebuild it? For, for like, friends? Or well, for, yeah, for friends. For like friends. What, yeah. It was all it set was up. Like, yeah, it was all set up. You, could just sat, you sat on the couch. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got pictures. We, picture. <laughs> we want to see. So we'll post so them. Yeah, we want to see. I want to see stuff. Okay, do you have yours? Yes, I do. So, um... We live um, kind of in an area where there's a lot of just animals. So a farm? No. <laughs> a I zoo. wish. I wish. If anybody has any land for sale, I will take it. She's, she'll take it, not buy it. She'll take it. I don't have any money, but I will take it. Okay. So we just live like there's a bunch of stray cats, a bunch of animals. Our neighbors really weren't taking care of their dog. So um, in turn, I have given it to my brother. Um, the dog is crazy. Um, his name's Frank, and then it looks just like his other dog, which is named Zappa. So for anybody mm. who's a music fan, he's Frank Zappa fan. Um, the dogs are crazy. So anyways, to make a long story short, I now have an outside cat. Um, it wandered up onto our porch, and I kept it inside because it's so loving, and it just, like, wants to love on me, and, like, I'm not a huge cat person, but, like, this one's oh, I just, okay. This is actually what happens to our cat. It's an indoor-outdoor cat, and people take it in because she's so friendly. Oh, <laughs> it's not like someone's cat. I'm sure it's not our cat. Don't yeah, ruin this be. story. So, no. you guys. How do you guys live in? Is there a lot of animals? <laughs> you guys are going to die. Nick took it to the vet and it's fixed. <gasps> it is someone's cat. I literally think it's somebody's cat. What color but is it? Are you really gonna get <laughs> I'm not telling. So <laughs> you know, I haven't seen Gracie no, this morning. So oh, that's how my mom calls me. My middle name's Grace. That's cute. I was gonna, I was gonna interrupt your story and ask you how you got your name. Yeah, um, my dad is a Lord of the Rings fan. I figured that. Yep. So I, I love it. Yeah. And you said your name. I was like. Yeah. I want to meet her dad. <laughs> Arwen Grace. And he can go on and on. Do you ever watch uh, Stephen Colbert? Of course. My, oh, dad, my dad doesn't watch like anything like that at all, but that's who my dad reminds me of. Like When he starts nerding out on that stuff, that is literally my dad. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, There's I literally have... a language. He created like multiple languages like Elvish, and Stephen Colbert can sing and like fluent Elvish. <laughs> Straight up. Like, you know how Star Wars people, you know how Star Wars people know Klingon? Like, do you know? <laughs> have Star you ever Trek. heard that? Star Trek. Whatever. Whatever. Star Trek. Whatever. We'll stick to friends. Yeah, we started, this started off with a set of friends. No, but like they know, like, yeah, it's a whole thing. But yeah, my dad, it's like his yeah. religion. It's, it's great. Arwen it's is an amazing cult. character. Yeah. 
So my, that's my dad's goal. One of my best friends from college, uh, his nickname was Frank, which is the name of the cat, yeah. not your dad. He named his first daughter Arwen. Oh, wow. I've never met wow. another one. So, wow, that's so cool. So how crazy. old is she? Uh, I think she's like 18. Okay. Okay. So I'm 28. So I was named like first. after the books. I was wasn't, she was probably movie. named after the, well, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he was a fan before then, but yeah. yeah, I mean, so I was born before the movies came out. So whenever they came out, my dad's like, we have to go watch them. Well, I'm like seven. I'm like <laughs> I falling asleep. asleep. I, did I, asleep. I did. I still fall I asleep during them. <laughs> so anyways, if you're, if you live by me, I might have your cat <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> to turn that story back so around. So it's so it funny. Was it a panic or a disco? Yeah, it it's kind like of a, both. A, a panic. It's, I might have stolen someone's pet. I, I mean, know. whatever. It's a disco for me because I still have an outside cat, and it's so cute and loving. So I hope it sticks around. So that's my my disco. Total disco. Total for you only. It's panic for the real owner. <laughs> I mean, it's getting fed all around. So I mean. Um, so mine is a disco and a panic both. We're all doing, it's both for yeah. us. We're both. all doing panicking yeah. and discoing. <laughs> um, so I started reading a new book and it's a book that I've picked up and put down a million times. Ooh. It's Forgiving What You Can't Forget by, uh, Lisa Turkhurst. Okay. So. It sounds heavy. It is. And now <laughs> I f- I'm like finally committed to just, I'm going to read it. What and it, like, is it like? Listen to the title. Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah. But it's not like some love story or anything. Her husband cheated on her. Yes. No, it's yeah. like it's not a love autobiography. story. No, it's not autobiography. It's a it's a book about how to forgive people and and what does it say in the little synopsis? Forgiving people and creating a beautiful life, something after extreme hurt or something. I don't That's know. Right. But anyway, I've gotten is halfway it through it. It's so, so good. I've I've like I said, I've started it, but I'm like no, yeah. this is this is too much. I can't do this. Do you cry when you're Yes, yeah. the whole time. Is that why you put it it's on? so emotional. Yeah. So then I like pick it up, I like read a chapter, I'm like Yeah. I can't Ooh. do this. So this is too do much. You, like what do you apply that stuff like to your life? Like what do you yeah. yeah. Do you try to? Is well, that what it is? Like essentially a self help book? You or? know I'm not a good forgiver. Me either. Yeah. That's why I need to read this book. <laughs> you guys should start a book club. I can recommend it. Yeah. So, well, yeah, I need to read a book about how to forgive people. Mm. And she, like, I don't know. I feel like most Christian books about, you know, hard topics are like, just pray to God and he's going to yeah. make it, it all better. She's a, she's a famous Christian okay. person, but the book is not yeah, that. Her. What was her name again? Lisa Turkhurst. Okay. So the book is not that at all. It's not that message at all. It's actually like that message is trash and like you're not a bad person for struggling to yeah. forgive somebody That's when they've right. done something horrible to you. Yeah. Have you yeah. read it? No. No. Okay. I don't read but it you're familiar. I'm asleep. Yeah. I don't read. <laughs> You're if I start reading, I immediately yeah, fall okay. asleep. Yeah. So anyway, highly recommend to anyone yeah. who is a bad forgiver like me. Yeah. I'll have to read it. You know, once you're done, I'll pass it to you. I'm really good at forgiving because I forget. Yeah. Oh. Like I actually forget. Yeah. And then I'm just, I'm not mad anymore. I'm jealous. But I need to work on being less angry. See? You know what? Maybe we're starting a book club right now. I, I yeah. think it's, it's a in. thing. It's a we're cult. In. Everybody cults. I can just go from like zero to ten angry anymore. Well, just stress. Exactly. Yes. If so, something doesn't go the way that I thought it should. Look, you found your panic. Yeah, exactly. That's what this is all about. There it's we a, go. It's yeah. panicking and just 
All right, everybody. Well, I think that's it. Thanks for Zach and Jessica for joining us down today. Um, Also, I wanted to mention we did have some drinks today. I was going to say, what are you guys drinking? Yeah, I had the uh, strawberry matcha, uh, iced matcha, and it was good. So um, if you guys want to stop by Honeymoon Coffee, definitely check that out. Are you guys getting ready to switch your menus over, though? Because that's on the spring. And Camion mentioned that you guys were going to change the summer. But we do have a couple strawberry drinks coming. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Well, I'm having my um, one of my regulars. This is an cold brew with oat milk and vanilla. And then another one that I have all the time is the sweet cinnamon cold brew. So I've taken your order. I yeah. know you have. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have. I've seen both of you guys. I'm like pretty much work at your store. Yeah. I'm there all the time. That's so funny. We also shared, um, which Cammy, I thought I was being like a good friend because Cammy's um, not allowed to have like any gluten or anything. So I got a vegan blueberry muffin and it was delicious. I ate like it's basically so the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Cammy but it does have gluten in it, right? The, the the vegan blueberry muffin? I, I don't think so. I'm going to say yes, because what I if we're wrong? So. I think so. Okay, our wait, waffle doesn't waffle have... waffle is gluten-free. Okay, because... Sorry, I'm gonna go I got back a little and confused because I haven't it? made it in a long time. So it I'm just bomb. recently gluten-free. So I like know little to none okay. about it. But we got down here. Claire is gluten-free also. And so we got down here and I'm like, you have to try it. It's, it's vegan. And she was like... That does not mean <laughs> gluten-free. Okay. Anybody right. who it listened last gluten. week, I didn't put slugs in the muffin. <laughs> it was just a vegan muffin, and Cammie can't have gluten, so, okay, so she poisoned can, me. I did not. Do the acai bowl without the granola? Yes. I really, I've been getting in acai bowls now that I'm gluten-free. Yes. Yeah, she oh let my me gosh. try hers. Yeah, we yeah. tried one at Licks, which, whatever, but it was good. I mean, yeah. I liked it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm definitely, I'm going to be uh, looking around at some gluten-free options, but you guys always have you have like gluten-free you have cookies too sometimes that are the gluten-free cookies are not gluten-free well it's what do you have you the have muffins yeah gluten-free muffins the dark ones yeah okay sorry no you're <laughs> fine i'm just gonna be you'll pay for it, it later so i like that too though because it's so hard for me to remember the different restrictions because i have to like think what is a vegan mm-hmm. yeah. i know yeah so well, with cammy everything with cammy and now i mean us hanging around claire i'm like asking them all kinds of stuff yeah you guys should try this and i'm i don't know anything i'm like pure pressure like, can i eat this <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just giving it to her it's so good. like no no no, it's vegan and i was like right that's the same thing I'll eat Close it. enough. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, thank you guys again for coming yeah. in, and we'll see you guys next week. And everybody, bye. 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 Drink them if you got them. <laughs>